that moment when you just need to share what you're watching, what you're playing, what you're reading, or what you're listening to, your buddy pals at Fandom City bring you what you're doing. Was it the second best thing since sliced bread? Or did it have you trying to find out who to contact to refund the time you wasted on it? Today we're chatting about entertainment picks that stood out for us this week or so. Let's introduce ourselves. I'm T. I am Leona X. I'm Shell. I'm Kat. And Bebo. Before we jump into this, I just want to say, sliced bread though, I mean, why the second best thing since sliced bread? What's so great about sliced bread? It's better than pulling it apart, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like Bimbo no Miss knife. Bakery. Bimbo Miss Bakery. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I looked that up. I looked that up on eBay. I wish I could find that on the Kindle. Anyway. All right. Let's, let's jump into that. Who's starting? Uh, um. So I guess Bebo and I will start. We're going to tag team it like we uh, usually do. Um. So did you want to jump into... Tag the first team. one back again. Anyway, okay. So, Oops. the first show we'll be doing is Abbott Elementary, that you can find on ABC or Hulu. Synopsis. So the synopsis they gave on IMDb, anyways, follows a group of teachers brought together in one of the worst public schools in the country simply because they love teaching. I feel like I would have said a little bit more about it. Um, but the main thing I'm going to say about it is that it's a Quinta Brunson show. Woo-woo. And I didn't know that much about her before Black Lady Sketch Show, but she was my favorite on there. And I was so sad when she didn't come back because I loved her so much. And then I was like, oh, look, she has her own show that I love. She was my favorite at BuzzFeed. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. See, there's no about her then, so that's cool. So what do you like most about it, Bebo? I love... I like, really, how they're all just struggling um not really struggling but trying their hardest to get through what they um using the resources they have to teach their children and i think it's kind of interesting because i've seen people even though i don't know why i didn't think of it this way but i saw a lot of people saying it's like the office for black people um and see i i <laughs> when i my when i first watched the first episode i was like oh this is homeroom meets the office homeroom oh. i thought of homeroom first yeah Homeroom was absolutely the first thing I thought of because no one remembers that show but us. But that's fine. Um, it was also on ABC back in the day. Look it that up. Was my show. Um, right? Um, and just didn't get a fair run. But anyway, it is a great show. And, you know, most people know that I love The Office. He's been getting into The Office. He's in elementary school. Uh, so it kind of works out. It's like a familiar feeling, I guess, a familiar vibe. But I just think it's really funny. And of course, it features. Shirley Ralph. Ah, yes. Love <laughs> Shirley Ralph. Who doesn't love her? She's fab. Um, she remind we we T you said this that hearing about his debate coach that she's kind of hearing about her reminds you of Shirley Ralph's character. And I was like, once you said that, now I'm like, yes, in my mind. Shirley Ralph's character. Um, but it's just a really funny show. Um it's only been out in a few weeks, but it's getting a lot of buzz and deserved. Well deserved, but as you know, set in Philly, um, the principal is a nut job, um, she's but she's Oklahoma. hilarious. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot, Bebo had been, even though he kind of lost track, he had been getting into Everybody Hates Chris. He didn't even realize that was grown Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of cool, even watching clearly he's like in love with Quentin Brunson. 
mm-hmm. go ahead and stick around so you can try to get with her. You know, she would just dead be away from Oh, her. I can't stand that uh, guy. Ooh. And that we've only seen him once, and I can't stand like Please uh, don't let us see him again. I can't. Uh, he's the worst. He's the worst. Um, so if you aren't already watching it, my favorite character is I the janitor. <laughs> I love him. Did you watch the one with the the printer? They were taking yes. donations. The lady brought that old printer. He's like, you gonna throw that away? The the white dude. You gonna throw it away? It's trash. And then you gonna throw it away? And the janitor was like, yes, it's, it's, trash. it's trash. And he kept trying to explain. And he's like, this isn't trash. I'm trying to it's trash. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got that. I, I like the teacher with the hookups. I, I, I like, like her too. Openly, openly be like, yes, I'm gonna call this dude that's working in the stadium and bring these these yes. um eagles rugs in here. Yes, I know somebody who knows somebody. If you're trying to get in on it, great. But if you're not, that's your problem. You don't be asking no questions. Can I get? Can I get a name? No, I don't have a name. <laughs> right, stop asking. Oh, it's a good show. It's yes. a great show. Um, so we also are going to talk about a book. And admittedly, I've been reading it more so than um, Bebo has. So I have been reading it, but I started listening. So it's Will by Will Smith. Uh, my current uh, book club, even though we usually are reading stuff by women, I was actually pretty offended that this book was selected. Oh. I was like, what are y'all thinking? I was upset. I was like, why y'all pick? We've only read so far books by black women, um, or at least women of color. I don't know why you're reading a book by a dude. Um, and I instantly got into it. I actually quite enjoyed it. So I started, I'm switching between listening to it uh, on the audiobook, but also reading it on the um, Kindle. And so when I'm listening to it on the way to the car, I'm on my way to school in the car, oh boy, is he hearing this. So he's like, wait, who is this? Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually, I don't even know. Why do you like Will Smith? How do you know who he is? Movies. Movies you've seen him in, like Spies in Disguise. He's like, Mom, he's a movie star. Hello. But what? What? <laughs> Aladdin? Like, what do you know him from? Hard to think of right off my mind. He's an Independence he, Day. I ain't never seen it. <laughs> but I think he just knows who Will Smith is. And so to hear him talking... Um, I actually really do enjoy it. I'm enjoying it because he's talking about the beginning. He's talking about his childhood, um, the struggles that he had. Like, cause he had his father was abusive and alcoholic, but he talked about like about like dealing with that and who he was as a child. But also the beginnings. We hear him talk about how he got introduced to rap, how he met DJ Jesse Jeff, and um, I'm now at the point where he's talking about kind of meeting Quincy Jones and going to Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but. It's fascinating to me to listen to it because it's taking me back to when I liked him. I, I, not that I ever disliked Will Smith, but I always, at some point, was like, eh, whatever. I forgot I used to really love this dude. Do y'all remember when we went to that concert at yes. the front row? Yep. Mm-hmm. He was my selling point. Right. I don't know who y'all's was, he but was my DC Justin Jeff too. and Fresh Prince was mm-hmm. mine. Y'all said Public Enemy. Y'all said EPMD. I was like, who and who don't care? <laughs> was Run DMC? Run DMC. I was like, yes. oh, that's cool, but I don't want to see them. That's cool. Good for them. But I was like, did you say you say Jesse Jeff and the Fresh Prince? Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. And then they weren't there. Yeah. I felt cheated. But it just took me back to how actually I forgot how much I used to really like them. So to hear him talk about that and to my son 30 years later is liking him as much. You know what I mean? There's something kind of mm. enjoyable about hearing that, like me flashing back to that 80s and 90s. Him, you know, Bebo hearing about it himself, this person, who he's only ever known as a big star. Right. He's never known him as the rapper that people didn't 
take that seriously as a goofball. Right. Um, so I just think that is interesting. I haven't finished it yet. We're about maybe half a way through or so, almost halfway through. Um, but surprisingly, just a really good read. And especially if you listen to it, because he is a performer. He is reading it. He is really narrating this story and it, and it keeps you interested. When we get off of here, I want you to tell me what you're using that you're doing both. Like you can read it and oh. listen to it. Um, Cause I will, I am going to start reading it or, and or listening to it. So I plan to read it. And then you kept talking about how he plays music. I'm like, I got to listen to it. I just have to, like, I need to, I need to hearken back to my good old days and listen to it. And I have a friend on Facebook who like right when you said, "Oh, I'm reading Will Smith book for this book club," she had the same day she had posted this quote from the book, and I'm like, "What is this?" She's like, "This is from Will Smith book." I'm like, "I need to be reading it. I need to get in on this because it was just like so insightful. Not that you know he's a ding dong or something, but you know, right? But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean." I think there was a period where he seemed like a ding dong. So it's like, <laughs> what am I listening to Will Smith talk for? You know, right. in a way, because he was kind of the goofball. He's right. the person you just want to laugh at, not even with. Right. Um, but he actually does say some really insightful, interesting things. It's, I don't know. I, I read I an excerpt. Would recommend it. Yeah, Audible gave me like a an excerpt and I started reading it. I was like, nope, don't even finish it because then I'll be mad that it's just an excerpt. So let me just get the book. Right. And go ahead and enjoy it. He's doing these sort of voices. I don't like when he does his grandma's voice. Because you know people just do an old lady voice. And he's like, going, you know what, your auntie like and not going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> like the lady from Flunky <laughs> 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 Who sounds like the mother on. You know what your mother and not. Your auntie and not. Right. But when he does Jeff, why he sound like him? Uh, and look, I even said to Bebo, I said, I thought it was him for a second. <laughs> you know, I've been talking so much, I ain't let you say. So what are your thoughts on it? Because he's, I'm, I'm going to shut you up. I just asked you a thoughts on it, but I just got the out there. I've been like, okay, we made it, but I'm going to keep listening without you. And he go, well, you better tell me what I missed. <laughs> <laughs> but what, do you, what have you liked about it? I just like... I genuinely like to hear people's life stories. Like, even my mom, Leona. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll just ask her questions and I like to listen to stories that she says, that she tells me. He does. He's a very attentive person. He remembers He really things. is. And I really, I'm telling you, next time you got one of them wackadoo questions, boy, you better call me. Cause I want to think about it and I want to answer. <laughs> Your mind tells me all these good questions. I'm like, how can you never ask me stuff like that? <laughs> um, so technically, those are probably Bebo's entries, even though I talked so much. <laughs> I don't really mind. <laughs> it's fine. So next is, is Leona. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who? Who is Leona? <laughs> um... So I also want to talk about just another new um, show featuring a, a predominantly black, well, really all black cast, and that's Grand Crew, which is on NBC or Peacock. I guess Hulu, too. Um, and the very simple um, synopsis I found is a group of friends unpack the ups and downs of love, life and love at a wine bar. I guess. <laughs> I don't know I was trying to explain it before. I was like, 
I guess it's like insecure, but dude, no, not really. No, 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 not insecure. I guess it's like living single. No, not quite. I did hear it being promoted as the friends of today. But I didn't really watch Friends all like that to say mm-hmm. it is. As somebody who watched every season of Friends, no. Mm-mm. You admitting that while we recording? Why do Why do <sighs> I care? I don't care if you think. Love Friends. I mean, I don't watch it anymore, but I did love yeah. Friends for a time. So you wouldn't even call it a friend. I was like, if, no. any, if you want to make it compare to something, I I can see living single. I can see I can see signs from where I can see friends, but just because. Is centering around this group of people, but I don't know that I can compare it to anything. It's, I mean, like Seinfeld probably makes the most sense because of the hijinks that ensue. Yeah, they didn't really have hijinks very much on Friends. I, if they, I think they're comparing to Friends because they have a hangout spot. Okay, right? Because they all keep, yeah, kind of ending there. Jerry has um, a hangout spot. I'm just saying they're probably saying mm-hmm. Friends because they're all friends and the hangout spot. Okay, okay moving right. on. <laughs> nope, it's right, not. right. <laughs> It doesn't really feel like a um mm-hmm. a, a friends thing um, because even because like friends has that sort of will they want their romantic thing between a couple people whereas the Seinfeld was like no we just friends right. who hang out right um I did like the one thing I read is kind of broken down who they were so Noah a hopeless romantic and too much of a hurry to settle down his sister Nikki who lives her life to the fullest Sherm an unexpected genius unexpected genius <laughs> who plays the dating odds. Anthony, a finance guy who's all about his career, and Wyatt was happy to be married and out of the dating scene. Um, and it says no matter how chaotic, chaotic life gets, they always make time to hang out at their favorite bar for good laughs and great wine. I think it's funny. Shell, did you, did you say you have watched it? I haven't watched it yet. Okay. So I remember we were talking about it, though. And mm-hmm. Abbott Elementary and Grand Crew, I've seen a lot of like, like people on social media like, y'all need to be watching this show. And people are like, yes, Abbott elementary but kind of ugh, to grand crew i don't know why i find grand crew to be hilarious the only thing i can think of is that they what'd you say i said it's hilarious that it's hilarious i don't think i think of is that they the one uh noah loves rom-coms and they are at this wine bar and they are you can i, I don't want to say they... this sorry but y'all know what i mean when i say they're all educated i don't mean in an offensive so... way because they all educated on but... insecure too was it, are they like relatively well off and they hang out, hang out at a white bar and that seemed like it's a black bar. Black. It's a I'm black bar. Saying, you know how, you know. It's, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. The men are not toxic. Oh, the men, are the toxic. men express yeah, themselves. Mm. So even on this previous episode that happened, the one guy who wasn't expressing himself, not that one, the one before it with the judge, the one guy who wasn't expressing himself, she called him out on it. And he was like, damn, you're right. Like, they take the time to really listen to each other and think about how they're affecting each other, and they course correct. That's oh. not typical for most shows, let alone shows about black men. So, I think that's the problem. I think it's brilliantly written. I think it's brilliantly acted. They have enough poignant moments in the comedy. Like, I, I think it's great. Right. I, I agree that they play off each other so well. I only know Nicole Byer from before the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know their background as actors, but they don't feel like... Hmm, they don't feel like they say... These are more like comedians than they do actors, right? right? Which to me, at least in my experience, 
that's great for white people when they're comedians and not right. actors. But a mm-hmm. black person has to hit like and be stellar at all times. Right. And it's like I, I don't know if that plays into it. Not saying they bad actors, but I do feel like you can tell they're not seasoned actors. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but it works to right. me. I think it's yeah. I, I think it's great. She'll echo Kellen plays Noah. I saw that. That's the reason why I was gonna watch yeah, it. Yeah, he's the reason I wanna watch it. Noah. He was on uh, CW shows. Okay. So he was on okay. he was on Arrow. He cracks me. He's so up. funny. It doesn't make sense because he's like serious when he says the stuff. That's you like what? Yes. <laughs> it's it's. I think it's hilarious. I love both that and Abbott Elementary. I don't know. People want you to 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 choose. Why choose between two great I'm shows? Both. Why choose between two great shows? Written and made for black people. Watch them both. Watch them. It's not hurting you. Watch them both. And watch the it's, Wonder Years too. I was just about to say it's it's odd, sad to say, to see this many sitcoms with black folks on. You know, it, I feel like we're back in the nineties or back in the seventies. You know, we go through that dry spill and then, oh, we're back. They like us again. Mm-hmm. Yes, what it's like. It's like we have to get it in like in waves. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And I feel like we're finally at this place where it's not just waves. It's like, I really do think 2016 with like the Insecure, the Atlanta, the other shows that kind of came out underground even, honestly. These shows that came out and showed we can do more. And show right. and have different stories. Kind of kept the wave going. Let's keep it going, y'all. Keep it Stop going. trying to find ways to drag it down. You you watched Grand Court and didn't think it was funny. I hate to say this, but keep it to yourself. Keep, not only Why keep it to yourself. Say it wasn't good. Right. Keep it to yourself. But also, like, did you just watch the first one and like it was right. like I don't care anymore? Like this show, it gets better every episode. Really oh my does. gosh! When what's your name called Noah over to the window to look at the bird. <laughs> I was cracking up. I swear, I must pee my pants. <laughs> I started, and for me, I feel like nothing beats Noah. Been like, I'm about to go get my hair did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say, if there's funny. anything, if there's anything, then it might just take a minute. I'm not there right. with Faye yet. You know, Faye's you're not what? clicking for me yet. Faye, the, the new one. So who's Faye? Mm-hmm. The lady, the lady yeah. who just kind of joined the crew. Yeah. She's not clicking for me yet, um, but maybe it's because I already feel like I got to know this crew, and now she's right. an added person. Right. <laughs> Newman. She's, no- she's not quite Newman. She's not quite Newman. <laughs> not quite she's, she's Mel from Living <laughs> Remember when Mel was added and was like, ah, no thanks. I mean, I guess, I guess. They need to pay the rent. You're not unfunny, but you're not adding anything. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's how she is. Sorry, Faye. But at least maybe she'll get there. Yeah. Um, And nothing's wrong with Bebo. He just dipped. He's the <laughs> he was like, like, I did, did my did shows. I'm about to go play that Roblox. <laughs> I don't watch that. Um, and then so lastly, I'll talk about Candy Center Honors. So I know T watched it. Did you show or cat? No, nah, not yet. I didn't. Um, uh-uh. Okay, I am a sucker for Kennedy Center honors. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't watch it, but I guess I've been watching regular TV much. But I guess I don't have to. I'm seeing Paramount Plus. Okay. It's on Paramount Plus. I always forget it's gonna air, so I never catch it when it's gonna air. They do mm-hmm. not promote it. It's like it's brought up, 
The only reason I, I remembered it was thing. I saw it on Facebook. It's all, it's always the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, only reason I, I thought about it this year was because Kenan um, Thompson <laughs> was on uh, Fallon and he was talking about. There was like some some something, something Howard Kennedy Center honors, and I was like, oh, that happened, and I missed it. Um, such a such a rocking good time. But anyway, so this year it was Johnny Mitchell, Lauren Michaels, Bette Midler, Justino Diaz, who's the opera singer, if you don't know, and Barry Gordy. When I tell you, I know people dream of going to the Super Bowl. They dream of going to the Grammys. Just going in and shoot me after I go to Kenny Center because <laughs> I feel like there's nothing else to do. Um, that is my, I wish. I wish on top of wishes that I could go there because even when I'm not even that familiar, like I didn't even know who's, you know, Diaz. Every year there's one person who I don't know that much about. But when I hear it, sold. Um, I feel like they always do these amazing tributes and... I don't even know what my favorite, I do know my favorite moment. I do. Bette Midler's, Billy Porter, oh, when he took us to church. Woo! <laughs> took us, took to, us church, to church, brought us back home, <laughs> took us back to church, said, find your way back to where you came from. Ooh, he child. said bye. Ooh, child. I got chills. Oh, my about goodness. It. I, I loved, I loved everything about it. I know, show you haven't seen it yet, watch it. I love Johnny Mitchell's okay. parts. I only, so I know a little Joni. I'm not gonna act like I know a whole, whole lot about her, but I even loved her whole section. I'm a guess for you, Shell, that you might think some of it's boring, but even if you do watch it anyway, it's so good. Oh, Brittany no, Howard no. killed it. Brandy Carlisle killed it. I don't know much about Brandy Carlisle, but she killed it. Um, if I had to have any, Nora Jones even. I stayed awake during Nora Jones, y'all. <laughs> you know she puts me to sleep. Um, but. If I had any comment, Lauren Michaels was, believe it or not, my least favorite part of it. Wow, your comedy genius. I know, my comedy genius. And it's no offense to him. It's whoever decided to put his tribute together. I thought Mm -hmm. it was too long. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, well, there's other people to talk about. Can we keep it moving? Especially considering they only talk about SNL. Y'all didn't even bring up Kids in the Hall. hall? No. And they didn't bring up even shows, movies that spun off SNL. No Wayne's World. Y'all not oh. going to talk about even shows like 30 Rock and Keenan? Um, no. They talk about SNL, period. They kept oh, doing wow. these weird weekend update things. Mm. I thought it went on too long. For you, I always talk about the same stuff over and over. Like, with I thought that, it got with old. that career, they got stuck on that one thing? Mm, yeah. Too bad. That was too bad. I thought Bear, I felt like Barry Gordy's was short, but I realized maybe because there's just so much that I know about Motown that it felt like they breezed through it. But they didn't. It actually was the longest section. I had to go back and time it. <laughs> I thought his was the shortest, and it wasn't. Hustino's was the shortest. Um, but Hustino made me want, I was like, I got to go see an opera soon. I've been saying that for years, but I'm going to make it happen because, honey, I love talent, okay? And these people, they just showed it all. I'm sorry. Done talking. It was amazing. Paramount Plus, check out. <laughs> Billy Porter, man. Whew. I Billy. didn't get to finish it. I saw Billy at work. And I saw some of Barry Gordy. And then I kept meaning to go back. But like I told you, like I, I'll be like, what am I supposed to watch? Okay. And probably forget. So now I just remind him to go back and watch it. Oh, never watch. So y'all got me. I'll put a couple things on my list. My to-do list. Yes, watch. Watch people's faces during Billy. How everybody's just like, Listen, okay. Listen, I was at my desk choking on sides my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I was like, oh Billy, you're killing me, man. But, you're killing me. I'll say between him and just Stevie Wonder even just being there, I thought people like died in they see. Yeah. They were like, yeah. is it? I, it's Stevie. Kate McKinnon was about to die. 
She was. She loves seeing Stevie so much. She was Ooh. like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm right there with you, Kate. I'm right there with you. Good I need stuff. to run in my mouth. That, you weren't running in my mouth. Okay, next up is me. Um, so I'm going to talk about first Show Harlem. It's a comedy uh, created by her name went on my head. Tracy Oliver. Tracy, Tracy Oliver. Um, and you can watch that on Prime TV. It's called Prime TV, right? Um, Prime Video. <laughs> Prime Video. Ugh, I just turned to it and go. Um, it is starring <laughs> Megan Good as Camille, Grace Byers as Quinn, Jerry Johnson as Ty, and Shaniqua Shandai or Shandai as Angie, and Tyler Lepley's on it. I don't want to talk about him, not because he's bad, because who cares about the men? Um, so the premise is a group of four this is like the most generic premise I could ever come up with a group of four friends follow their dreams after graduating from college together in my head it's kind of and I think we talked about this a little bit just in passing it's kind of sex in the city it's kind of insecure it's kind of any show where there's a group of friends who hang out together all the time and while I'm thinking about it to me honestly is it um, Living single the most, the one that makes the most sense because they all live in the same building and live together. So them hanging out together at time makes sense. But other shows, it's like, this is kind of forced. Why y'all right. <laughs> what are the odds of this? <laughs> like, why y'all together again? Aren't you sick of this person? But um, yeah, so it's it's really about making good's character. And it's uh, sort of telling the story of how she is a trying to get tenure at... Not Columbia, Columbia, mm-hmm. and wanting to further further and advance her career, and also thinking about her relationships and the one who got away, who she let get away, who ran away. Who cares? This guy sucks. Anyway, I don't know. I was like, peace out he, when he was packing up. He was like a bye. Did anybody finish it other than me? You finished it, right, Leona? I finished it. No, I didn't. I didn't. Like, just the whole breakdown. Of, I think it's an excellent show. I think it's mm. very well written. Um, I do not care about his character. I think some of the other men who came, I felt like they were fine because they didn't really take precedence over. Um, and even the women, because Ty's character is a lesbian. Which, by the way, I love that they wrote LGBT characters. LGBTQ characters into it because mm-hmm. all too often people be someplace like New York and don't know nobody gay mm-hmm. don't know nobody who's of color hello how how are you existing in that place in that place right and not knowing didn't anybody. you say you saw someone like somebody find said it hard to believe they be friends somebody said there's no way they be friends with a lesbian what what and I said what <laughs> like I just sat there like just say you don't, just say you homophobe and go. Like, right. why would they not be? And, and I guess their point was like, and because they're so easy with it. Why wouldn't why they be? Not? Well, I have a friend who says she watched it and she enjoyed it. It's just that they have to force that stuff on us. And I said, force what? I was like, you don't think everybody wants to see their love represented exactly. on TV? Like, I don't understand. Wow. Force what? I, mean, I do, I do, of course. Well, I you must it. not. You must not. Do you not. get it? Because why'd you say that? Why would you say, I love that sh- that Ty is a fully fleshed out character. I love the stuff that, that was, she was called out for by the woman she was so-called dating. 
I love the surprise in her life that nobody knew about. I find it odd mm-hmm. that nobody knew about it, but I do yeah. love that these were things that was that she was a she wasn't just a character who was just there for sex or just there for the occasional laugh or just that, there to say that we got a gay person. Exactly, like right. she was yeah. truly part of it. And what I also loved is that unlike with Sex in the City, Sex in the City, like you might see Carrie with Samantha only Carrie with um charlotte maybe Carrie with miranda but you didn't ever see miranda with samantha or miranda with charlotte right we never saw that friends outside of carrie i i've asked that from and we asked that when we did the the podcast Mm -hmm. we've asked that for a while would they be friends i thought this these women yes Mm -hmm. they would because you saw them outside of Whoever, because Quinn and um, Angie were living together, but you saw Angie outside of that with other people. Mm-hmm. So, right. I love that Angie ended up dating a bisexual man. I'm like, okay, y'all, yes, please show all this. So, yeah, I thought that it happens, was because it happens in real life. Exactly, I love that. It and was, yes, in real life, people would be friends with Ty. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> I was just I've like been friends with Ty. I'm like, how are you telling me? I was talking about you about it. Like, just just say you don't. Just say you're a problem. Don't make the show be right. a problem. I thought it was great. I can't wait for second season two. Ty's my favorite character, and uh, and, and for, there was a moment there where she'd make decisions. And I go, maybe you're not my favorite. Then I went, no, it still makes me love her still because I don't need her to be perfect. Exactly. There are things that she'd make, she'd do, and I go, darn. <laughs> right. Um, but she still, she was my favorite character at the end of the day. I like them all. Quinn kind of got on my nerves at times, but I like them all. Mm-hmm. I think this I believe is them honest. all as these imperfect people. Exactly. You know how you and I have constantly had these conversations about how I don't like this or that show because this person's a, a bitch or whatever. And I hate it. You're like, but imperfect characters. And I'm like, I hate it. Nope. This is the first show where I'm like, ding, I get it. I get how somebody can do stuff that you're screaming on the inside for them to not do. They do it anyway. You're still like, okay, I'm rooting for you. Let's just get this figured out. Like, I just thought that was... It's so good. I even got the Mister watching it. He was like, "What happened to that show you was watching?" <laughs> I finished that boo boo. You know, I can't wait. Like I wanted to finish it, but yeah, I thought it was very well done. Tra- Tracy Oliver is man; she's such a good writer. But okay, so my next show. Oh, I didn't. It don't matter. Some good people on the show. Let's just say that some good notable star guest stars. So the next thing, and Leona so, sort of cracked on me, like, oh, why are you talking about this? <laughs> because oh, I, because I, I was, because I was supposed to talk about Grand Crew, but then this popped in my head, and I don't want to say this too long. I just really want to. So I watched the Real World Homecoming, which is on Paramount Plus, which is the re- reunion for the season, original season two, so the OG LA cast. And I watched the first one, New York, and thoroughly enjoyed it. There were some things that I didn't like because I just didn't like the people. Um, Becky, she was the only one I had an issue with. Um, <laughs> but I liked how they dealt with certain things. So I was like, oh, season nine, LA, I've got to see this. Especially since they brought back. They didn't bring back the entire cast. Um, Dominic and Aaron said they wanted no parts of it, so they didn't come back. But Tammy, John... David, Irene, Beth S, Beth A, and Glenn all came back. So I don't know how much y'all remember. Um, True story. Th- yeah, right. That's where that comes from. True so like, story. <laughs> so um, 
just just talking about the changes they've all been through and, and, and you know, everybody's experiences on the show. And I think I wanted to watch it most because when I saw that David was coming back, like that is one of the most talked about moments in um, reality TV mm-hmm. to date. Um, so like if you don't know Kat and the original season, David, um, people don't want to say it that way, but he, he assaulted Tammy. She was in the bed in her underwear and he kept ripping the blanket off of her and dragged her down out of her room Mm-mm. and stripped that blanket off her so everybody saw her her underwear. And she said Mm-mm. no. So that was like the impetus behind him being the first person ever on a reality show being kicked off of a reality show and you know, his his life wasn't the same, his career wasn't the same. All this kind of stuff. So, like, everybody says in that first episode of this reunion that they wanted to come back because they wanted to find healing. He didn't He didn't say that. Everyone has said they wanted to find healing and they wanted to find a way to express their uh, apology, a sorrow, whatever, and how his life turned out behind that, but also come to some understanding. Now, I don't know how anybody else on the real feel about Tammy Roman. I have a love hate relationship with Tammy because mm-hmm. sometimes she get on my nerves but probably the things that get on my nerves is who I am you know what I'm saying it might be things inside me that I'm like why are you like this mm-hmm. but I can say she came with the best of intentions on squashing some stuff and making amends not only to him but herself and the other people in the house they put her through it listen I just need people to be honest and say they do not like black women and call it a day. This man harangued her. He was awful to her. They had an argument. What's even an argument? A discussion about um, Black Lives Matter. And Glenn was like, "Ooh, I haven't gotten there yet." Oh my god! It I was, think I'm on episode four. So I think it goes down to sorry, catch you off. Five, yeah. I think it was in five. Let me say. Let me back up and say. Tammy explains why. The, all the reasons why the blanket thing was a problem, up to and including she had an eating disorder. And then she talked about how she had an abortion while she was on the show. And she felt so alone. And this is when the other women in the cast say, I had an abortion too. What? Either right before the show or right after the show. So what? what? No, then now they wanted to be all solidarity. And she's like, oh. you know what? It would have been nice if somebody who had an abortion before I did had been there for me comforted me something i didn't even i didn't get to that coming out okay oh it was a whole thing like everything she would say as an expressing who she was and why she was doing the things she was doing they'd be like oh i did the same thing oh that was me mm. oh yeah and she like just think about how different our experience could have been if you had been even if you didn't want to do it in front of the camera if you just took me to the side and said that just mm-hmm. think about it anyway so there's this whole big discussion about black lives matter Glenn ends up using the N-word to express his upset about what happened to his black friend. And that's that Ike meme y'all sent where Tammy's like, she's like, you don't say that. You don't say that. No, I don't care what you're trying to explain. You don't say that. And then the Irene yells at him and says, you don't get to say that because you don't know what it's like to be an N-word. And then Tammy's like, you don't get to say it either because you Latina. You don't get to say that. She was like, there are words you say in your community amongst yourselves that I would never say to you because I respect you and I respect your community. Do the same for me. 
And the whole time David's laughing. And she's like, why are you laughing? He was like, because this is what the corporations want. They want us arguing with each other instead of being unified so they can continue doing what they're doing. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about Black Lives Matter. What are you talking about? So then he's in a confession talking about she was wrong. She had no right to come at David and I. I'm talking at Glennon and Irene that way. Yada, yada, yada. The next day it comes up again. And she's like, I'm just upset because I'm sitting there talking about our existence as black people and I'm sticking up for black men and wow, this is important and you say nothing. And he's like, I'm just trying to get paid. I don't care about none of that. I'm just trying to get through and get my money. And then she's like, so you got a slave mentality? That's a slave mentality. He goes, oh, so now I'm a slave. I ain't say you was a slave and said that's a slave mentality. This is where he starts, he's the right turn multiple times. The right turn. Huh? <laughs> Don't tell it all. I'm mad, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I was saying I spent the past couple weeks on Twitter like, how? It's just a lot. Just to see her going through all this and then people on Twitter like, well, but Tammy's a this and a that. And Tammy always starting arguments. And Tammy this and da 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 And it's like. They're thinking of basketball wise, Tammy? Yes. Well, remember the stuff she did? Somebody was like, but she's on a, another show? On another show where we all know. That's the point of, of the show, exactly. Yes, they're real, but people, but they're still characters. It so was, she doesn't deserve anything. No, that was her whole point. She didn't deserve any kind of leeway. She was wrong for everything she did to David in the past. He never harmed her. Huh? Why is she doing this to him again? And I'm like, can I just say that David? From what you're describing now and back then, and essentially Puck from the Miami episodes, they felt like these characters that were actors that were just thrown in to throw everybody else off. They just felt, the things about them just felt not right. Like, like, here's your script that no one else has. Right. Go mess this up. Right. Like, their whole purpose was to just throw chaos into the house. I think I agree with that. I think I agree with that. Even if they didn't fully see David as that, I do think Puck was supposed to... Yes. When he came... It was San Francisco, though, but um, so yeah, he I'm came through to to incite some crap, and I do think it came from it being David, and they knew they wouldn't kick a white dude out the house. Of right. course. You could keep Puck going and keep it going, even though Puck was honestly worse than David. Was, I mean, yeah. they, nah, David's situation, was what he did was pretty bad, but overall, Puck was worse than David. We knew kick him off no matter no, how much he yeah. bothered pedro no matter how offensive and he was they the, the reason what they were saying just from the from the from the small clips on this reunion they were like oh well we didn't want to put david off but we didn't know what to do or the situation was like this and the female castmates were like this and it's like but i'm sure there was a way you could have worked it out where you didn't but at the same time like he did it. I'm telling you, when they recount, because I know I know Leona has seen this part because you've seen the first episode. When they replay that, he's laughing the entire time. That's why I felt like he so was mad. a character. He just he just felt like that just a character. He reminds me of every by every almost every black man I know of a certain age mm-hmm. who actually would be like, but that's who right. he was. But that's right. He was. Wait, but. But, but how else do you pick up a woman? Yeah. But where else do we meet women? You mean I can't hit us with your job? I guess the same with the so, black with the Black Lives Matter. You know, the black men who can't give up the NFL because 
I, I gotta be entertained. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I remember us talking about this before TV. I don't remember if it was before this, this show started or what. But I remember us talking about relatively recently laughter as discomfort, yep. right? And we talked about Tammy and David. Mm-hmm. And I remember, what was I? 10, 11 when I was on. And I remember being like, whoa, I don't get it. I don't know why that, why it got to that level, but she was laughing. And I was confused. I remember being confused as a young person. Well, she was laughing. And then I'm like, but she was saying, but it wasn't funny later. Like, I was torn. Right. Because right. I don't think she deserved to get dragged down the hall. But I was confused on whether or not he deserved to get kicked out. Right. And even as they replay it and, and, and show when you watch it, they're going to show that there's unseen footage of him crying when he realized he got he got kicked out. And I felt sad for young David in that moment, how he reacted to it. But adult David didn't care. So it made me feel less sad for mm. young David. Because adult David knows what happened. Knows. Looked back at it and was laughing his head off. Knows and his what? argument. Go ahead. Right. I don't think he's fully incorrect to say everybody was laughing, so he was confused. Oh, right. Once you saw she wasn't laughing, though, right. and once once you got out of her bedroom, how was this not over? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How are you dragging this woman down the hall? Right. How are you replaying this and watching it and still going? And laughing. And, and she she explains that she was going through body dysmorphia. Like, mm. she saw herself as something that wasn't there. She was starving herself. And he said... Well, if I had no, I was going to be in a house with somebody with all them issues. I wouldn't even come. Okay. Mm. And so I knew from the first day, I was like, this ain't going away. Nobody think it is. And I'm going to enjoy this train wreck. Because I knew, I knew it wasn't going to end well. Because he just had the wrong energy from jump. And she did remind everybody. Remember, I forgot she had her mouth wired shut. Yep. I forgot that I happened. did too. And and, and while she lived there, y'all knew this about her. Mm -hmm. That she won't even eat because that's how bad her body dysmorphic issues are. But y'all ain't know she was going through that. Glenn was the only one who recognized she was going through that at the time. And so y'all hearing her, I I felt her on being like, I I told y'all my truth. And y'all still were like, so David. Exactly. They (laughs) just totally disregarded it. And I thought what was so funny was Glenn, who came in late. And Bethe, who came in late and she replaced Irene, were the only two to comfort her when all that came out. The only two. Man, they put her through it. They put her through it. I was like, Tammy, a stronger person than me. Because I probably would have, I would have went off on a few people. She was very nice. She was, you could tell like her time on the other shows, she mellow. You could tell. Because I was like, the Tammy I know would have flung a bottle at somebody at this point but mm. it's 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 interesting to watch but like it's triggering the stuff with him his entire everything even how he is a beth s it's triggering mm. he's a mm. Mm. that's oh. why i feel like he a character because they what show would allow this type of person to continue well, he has a valid. He has what he thinks is a valid excuse right now for that behavior. He got that hurt. Accident? Yep. I'm sure they're gonna all be like, "What's because he?" Has- I saw people on Twitter saying it. Well, he had a head injury, uh, but he's acting the same as he did 30 years ago. Was it a head injury then? Like, just wild. So you have a point because he is kind of a character. Like, you have a point, and it. 
we all know that after that first season, they were like, okay, what we gotta do? What's the right? Who, who keep this going? And that's a formula that all reality shows take now. So mm-hmm, David mm-hmm. was that because they didn't do that in the first New York. They had arguments, but they didn't have that one person that was just a thorn. But I, but I think with him, I think this is, I think this is in a lot of ways truly who he is. I think the actor part comes in because he's a comedian, mm-hmm. so he was always trying to work on his routines. And this was just going to be part of it. But he, I mean, just watching him, he really thinks he's okay with saying it. Like, he, mm, I don't want to give away too much, but, like, there's somebody later who checks him who's out on that show. And he like, oh, forget it. And I'm like, you just don't want to be told you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You're just like a child. I'm telling you, I was just like, this is why I talk to black men of a certain age. Because I ain't going to be doing none of this. He was even making, he was even making their faces. Yeah. I'm gonna drive to somebody's house and just kick him in the balls. <laughs> right. this, is, this is for David. Who? Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So my first one is what I'm playing. And I'm playing Elder Scrolls Online, which is an MMORPG. And, um. Method Man. (laughs) Original rant. Multimedia online. Right? Multimedia online? No? Method Man online role playing game. I'm gonna play that. It's a massive math. But it's. I forgot. Already made. Because y'all are crazy and you made me forget (laughs) what it meant. I should have wrote it down. But it's basically, um, instead of playing with three or four people like you would do other games, you're playing with a lot of people on a server. It's a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. Oh, I was so close. I thought Method Man. I bet he plays. Well, wouldn't that be nice? Maybe he could give me his handle. Uh, (laughs) But, um, okay, so it's basically, um, it's by Bethesda and ZeniMax. And it's basically kind of like a prequel to Skyrim and all of the other games that came before Skyrim. Um, it's available on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, Steam, and Stadium, uh, Stadia. And um, I play it. I'm not. I don't like multiplayer games, so I am surprised that I play it. I've been playing it for five years now. Mm. Um. I like it, obviously. I play every day, even if it's just to sign in and do my dailies and catch my gifts and make sure I don't miss out on anything. Um, It has a pretty decent storyline. I have one main character, a couple side characters, and some pack mules, where I make characters just to hold my stuff, because they get too much stuff. I was like, pack mules? (laughs) I was like, um... Um... If you like, okay, let me get back to it. I'm not an online game player. I hate, you know, I remember when they first put, um, I don't like playing with people who take games too seriously. And I am a casual, serious player or a serious, casual player. But at the end of the day, it's a game. And so the multiplayer part of it, I do most, uh, I do a lot of single player quests. I will do some things where you do world bosses and other people will do with you 
Um, but I don't, I did one multiplayer dungeon where I joined a group and people got mad at me and I was like, well, ain't no money coming out this game. So I was done. So obviously I'm, I'm doing a bad job of describing it, but obviously I got into it because I, cause Skyrim is my favorite game. One of my favorite games. And, um, this is, like I said, it leads up, you know, it's the lore i love the lore i love learning different things the thing i'll give elder scrolls is that um it, it feels like a real world they tell you so many stories and so many history that you forget that you're not dealing with real people okay so mm, right it's a big world i own all the dlcs you know i actually you know invest <clears throat> money in this game but at the, at the same, and I, I belong to a few guilds. They're not really active. I was contemplating starting my own guild, but I'm really not. I, do people play? It's some casual players that want to join a guild, but know that there ain't no money coming out this game. You can't hit me up because I'm not going to tell you my name. But um, <laughs> right, look for right. a red guard that's really high and playing by herself. It might be me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a good game. Um, it's a really good game. I don't, y'all don't care, so I'm not going to describe too much to it. Um, it's not about <laughs> I don't care. I'm just confused by it. I wanted to ask like, you what made you start playing it. Curiosity. Um, it was um, around the first, when I first got the Xbox One. I didn't have a lot of games to play. And um, Xbox gave um, free play days. And Mm -hmm. one of you got to play Elder Scrolls Online for free for four days. Mm -hmm. And when my four days was up, I bought it. And every time they have a new update, like, and then I bought, you know, I got the, the, uh, the other DLCs, like the playing the Thieves Guild storyline. It has a good, it has a really good storyline. Um... You play. You play as a um, a person that got a, um, had your soul. Your your got your soul taken from you by Molag Ball, who which is a um, a Daedric prince, which is like a, a god or a demon. And you spend the the bulk of the main game, and plus you're also in the middle of an uh, an, an alliance war where different alliances are fighting against the imperials the imperials are the people are the the um europeans of the, the they basically the romans mm. they like romans so they they represent romans in the game so they're they're um they have the empire and you're fighting if the empire is breaking down and you're having these different alliances my i'm i'm in the daggerfall alliance i'm a re- i play as a red guard which is basically the Africans or the Middle Easterns. They, they, their culture is similar to, you know, Africans and Middle Eastern, Easterners. And um, so I'm spending part of the game trying to recover my soul and part of the game trying to re- um, fight this alliance war for my, for my alliance. And um, it, like I said, it's, it's a pretty good game. You, I, um ended up getting other other dlcs playing as a thieves guild so playing as a thief then um the dark brotherhood where i play as a an, an assassin you know and then i ended up do you get more more and more like where i am now where where the game is now they um 
you're fighting another Daedric Prince. In every in every iteration of it, you end up fighting against or with a Daedric Prince. And like I said, Daedric Prince are basically gods or demons. But um, gods slash demons, however you want to look at them. And um, I wish my kids would. I wish somebody else would play. But, you know, just because I want to play with other people, but I don't want to play with other people. I just want to play with other people that I know because I don't want you to get mad at me and cuss me out because I'm right. level 800, but I still swing my sword wildly because it's just a game. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I, I be scared. Like, stop judging me because I'm not perfect. Right. The one time I played um, in a dungeon, I played in a four-man team in a dungeon. I didn't, I don't, I don't attach a microphone to my controller. So I really, and when he asked me to play, I was like, I don't have a mic. And he was like, oh, you know, just type in the text box. But, um. Why are you playing? Yeah. But, so we in this dungeon and my character fell into a crack and glitched out. And he kept on yelling at me. And I'm like, I'm typing. I'm going to crack. I don't know. I actually had to, <laughs> to, to, you know, I had to force myself to die to get out the crack. And he was mad at me. And I was like, well, I'm done. You know, so. Like, nice playing with you. Right. So I'll do, like I said, I'll play the big world bosses where you play with a bunch of people. If somebody walk up to me and they send me a message saying you want to play, I'll play with you. But. I'm missing out because I want to do dungeons, but I'm just, you know, the four man and the 12 man dungeons because I like it. You know, I like achievements. I like to say I did it. I like that feeling of accomplishment, but I just don't like, but I don't like the feeling of you didn't pay for my game. Why are you yelling at me? Hmm. So, um, yeah, good, good. I'm sorry, but that's, I'm not doing a good, um, sell (laughs) of your game. (laughs) But I can tell you as a person that plays single player games that and doesn't and doesn't like MMORPGs that I've been playing this for five years. So constantly like nonstop. I pay for the extra stuff. I play for the elder. I use I earn Xbox points. I do do surveys and um, do all these other things on Game Pass just to make Xbox points and trade my Xbox points in to play for my, pay, to pay for my Elder Scrolls Online Plus. But I would pay for it anyway if I didn't earn the points. But the thing, that what I'm saying is I pay for extra stuff. So it's a pretty good game. And I have nine characters. So... That's dedication. You know, I play mainly as... Um, I play du- dual-wielding swords. But I will... But I have a couple of mages. You know, I play various races. I don't care. But, um, you know, it's, you get connected. It's not like with Skyrim, you can get connected to some characters, but some characters you don't care about. I don't know about replayability. I mean, I play a lot, so, but, um, what, you want to know what replayability is? (laughs) Okay. Oh, so I I play Overcooked. Right. <laughs> and Rocket League. And, and, and Rocket those League. are in those Rocket are, League. They're not massively they're not MMORPGs, but you know you play online. But you get to pick who you play in online with. I guess I could if I knew other people right. that played, I could pick who I play online with. I don't like playing with strangers on Rocket League though. They be good yeah, and then so. Oh my gosh. I and I, I'm not even here. I guess the the Every year, they put out something new. They got something coming up. You know I'm dedicated because they're about to do... They're doing a Twitch 
on the 27th of January about the new DLC. And I will be right in front of the computer or TV because Twitch is on my Xbox. And um, I'm going to be watching it because I want to know what the next thing is. I'm excited. But my thing also is I've been playing for five years. I've been waiting forever for the next iteration of the single player game and they keep on adding to the to this one and i'm like thanks for the updates but can i get elder scrolls 6 please but <laughs> and be saying that last time <laughs> yes where's my game where's my game they get they have a te- they had a teaser and i just i want my game and i'll <laughs> keep playing elder scrolls online i'll keep giving you my 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 um every june i'll keep updating and, and you sound like you about to say, where's my $2? Where is my $2? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I <laughs> yes. thought of. Where's my $2? And don't listen to my poor... Um, don't, do listen to it. Play Elder Scrolls Online. And like I said, look up that random red guard that's playing by herself. She has on a Daedric <laughs> costume right now. And it is awesome. I okay? hope someone knows what you're talking about. Because I'm like... I can look for you, but I don't know what none of those words I have on this cool-ass, um, leather-looking, fitted thing with (laughs) low-cut. I should die in it, but it's just a skin. I actually have on real armor, but the skin look like I'm looking good in my Daedric costume. (laughs) And don't get me wrong, I don't put on clothes just to look good, but... It's just a skin, because I not look good. Because I immerse myself into RPGs, and it's not realistic to be running around in a cold area with your cleavage hanging out, fighting um, things with a sword. Okay, I'm moving on. Play Elder Scrolls Online. It's like I said, Xbox, PlayStation, PC, Steam, Stadia. Stadia is only in, I think, the U.S. Uh, Europe, I don't remember. I don't care. I play on Xbox, and I, I can't. You know how? Oh, I will say this. No offense. But, um, Microsoft owns Bethesda now, but I keep. I keep. My, I kept my Xbox because I can't transfer my Elder Scrolls Online account to PlayStation. So that's some dedication because I play other games on a PlayStation, but mm. I'm not transferring. I'm not. My five years of investment. I'm not going back to to ground zero sorry right anyway that's precisely why i won't log in to facebook on my ipad when i play um cooking that cooking truck game what's mm-hmm. it called it's gonna wipe out everything i've done no thank you <laughs> i don't need right. your free coins right I'm good. right kitchen scramble yeah mm-hmm. i know what that is so anyway yeah despite me go ahead and go and look that up you know you can play single player you know, you're, they do force your hand in some... If I make one suggestion to Bethesda, Bethesda, do, they do this thing where every now and then they'll do... They do a lot of events, and I, I get in on my events, except for um, PvP events, the player versus player, because they kill me. As high as my as high as I am, I'll go into the Imperial Dungeon and get my ass want. okay? But um, they do these different um, area events. Like, recently they did... Um, new life and that's like their their christmas new year's eve thing so you get to do these different things and get points and get not points get prizes that have some kind of value to to the game 
and I wish they would do world boss events where I, they do them for some of the DLCs, but they won't do them to the main game. And there's some some world bosses that I can't handle by myself. I asked my son to play with me, and he keep challenging me and won't come with me to fight this world boss. So if we could get some world boss events in the main game of Elder Scrolls Online, I promise you, I'm 100% there, and I'm recommending it to everybody else. If you get me some world boss events, so I can get my 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 my, my bosses, okay? Are you listening to me, Zenny Max? I want some world boss events. Awesome. General Hospital, by the way, is a great show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I'll move on then. My next one is General Hospital. And I just got back into General Hospital. I had stopped watching it for a while. And don't you tell me nothing good because I don't want to get stuck back into this show. Well, I'm about to tell you something good to me. Nico? Nico on there? Well, Maurice Bernard isn't on there. He plays Sonny. Ooh, we got some salt and pepper. Oh, he's Sonny. That's right. Sonny, not Nico. Yeah, Nico. Sorry, my bad. Oh, yeah. I see Tad. I see Tad in the building. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so anyway, you know, for those who don't know, it's a soap opera, daytime drama that premiered April 1st, 1963. So it's been running strong. You know, ABC periodically try to sabotage it, but the fans ain't letting them. Um, it stars, it doesn't start, it's some notable actors in it. Uh, Maurice Bernard, Roger Howard, Michael Easton, um, Fanola Hughes. And Michael, and the only reason why I mention Michael E.E. E. Knight, because he's not super, super a main character, is can I tell you something? This dude got some white gray hair and his, he, um, with those eyes. Let me tell y'all something. He's a love Tad. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Whatever you felt I about Tad back then, the years have been good <laughs> to Michael E. Knight. Okay? Ooh, That's the only that. reason I mentioned Wowzers. <laughs> so I can tell y'all that this dude is looking pretty. Mm. Okay? Is that right? Yes. Look at his beard. Hold on. Come on, Mr. Knight. Oh, I'm mad at this. I am not mad at this. Yes. Okay. Um, I wouldn't have known it was him. I would not have known it was him. It's, you know. It's, now that he looked different, I see his face, but I just wouldn't have thought of it. Right. He wow. just. I'm sorry. Come on. Anyway. Okay. I got back and, you know, I watched it off and on because, you know, I, you know, believe it or not, I love soap operas. Always have since my childhood. I love, I, I stayed committed to General Hospital lately strictly because of Roger Howard. Unfortunately, T, they killed off Franco, but they brought him back as somebody else. I would say General Hospital worked hard to keep Roger Howard and um, Michael Easton on this show. Um, but here's Tiana. Oh, and, mm-hmm. and um, Leona, like you care. Recently, they mm-hmm. killed off Jason, and that Yay, got me in my one. seat, all right? And more... Because re- I got it because of COVID. Yes, and I, I mean, the three days of watching these people cry over this stank-ass character <laughs> sucked. But other than that, and guess what? The next one, they killed off Luke. It, <gasps> no one should be happy about characters dying. Finally, off. yes, finally, yes. yes, they killed him. Finally, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Right. I know, I know. Um, Anthony Geary is happy too because he hate Luke. I mean, come on. So the three days of watching, well, they still. I'm I'm watching it on Hulu, so I'm I'm about 
four days behind. And they still, I'm be fired. They still mourning over this chucklehead. And I'm like, could you <laughs> stop my chucklehead? Like, it's just watching these people. Like, it's got to be a strain, you know, pretending to care. But, you know, on the whole, it's it's pretty. There's some, you know, General Hospital, make, they make good choices. They make bad choices. And when they're bad choices, it's named Jason. I can't think of his last name. <laughs> Quarterman? No, he's not Quarterman. He changed his I know. name. Mor- Morgan. Morgan. Jason Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> I love that. Bad choices. And when they did Mason, you know, when 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 um Steve Burton left because Jill Farron Phelps got fired. You know, he even though he said he was going to, you know, we're not gonna talk about him. But when he left and went to um Young and the Restless, and they brought um what I can't think of his name to play Jason. That guy was so much better. He was so much better, and he was so much more interesting. And then they made the twin story when Steve Burton decided to come back. Never mind that Steve Burton nine years older than him and looked forty years older than him, but um, life has not been nice to him. So, and you know, then he left, right? You know, not Steve Burton, the guy who played Drew, his twin, not no longer Jason. Why can't I? Billy, 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 don't care. Um, Exxon. Huh? <laughs> anyway, now Cameron Matheson plays Cameron, Cameron Matheson plays Drew now. I know that name. Uh, Ryan all from All My Children. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Robert Scorpio came back on the last episode I watched to cry over I Luke. I love when he comes back. Me too, but apparently they killed off Holly, but I, when they mentioned Holly being dead, I panicked and had to look up Anna uh, Sands, but she, she still they don't kill it. off Anna. We're no, all dead. no, they no. Anna been hanging in she there. She is in there. Yes, Tracy came back recently. I didn't think she would come back. I didn't think um, she would come back. Wow, and she got long hair. Remember, she got it put up, but for Duke, 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 Duke laboring. I don't. I want to say Duke is dead, but I could be wrong. But I think he's. I don't know. Duke's no longer on. I it. do want to. I feel this need to say because you brought out Jill Farrenfels. I remember when you couldn't stand that <laughs> no, lady, and I, I was trying to look up real fast what she did. I don't remember what it was. There was something that she you wanted Santa to just find her. It was Santa Barbara. I couldn't remember if it was Santa Barbara or All My Children that made you hate her. Okay, it was Santa Barbara. Can I say when I was putting? Up... I mean, I meant not All My Children. I meant Guiding Light. Sorry. Yeah. Can I? Yeah. I, can I? When I um was. Apparently, I dream about my notes because when I was making my notes for to to decide to include General Hospital, I did dream that I put Santa Barbara on here, and I dreamed that I was watching Santa Barbara on TV, and I got really excited when I woke up, and there was no Santa Barbara, so I was kind of sad. Come on, Peacock, where's Santa Barbara? Oh, Santa Barbara. I would watch that. I love that. You don't have to renew it. Just give me those old episodes. Just give me yeah. the. I will watch the old episodes like they just came out yesterday. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. That's my old. Capwells. Cece. Cece Capwell. Cruz Castillo. Cruz Castillo. Honestly, I wouldn't mind if all of them put up they old. But you know, because I'm a soap head, so if they put up all the old soap operas. <laughs> I'll, 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 oh, God in light. God in light from the late 80s and yes. early 90s. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm coming to the house at 3 o'clock like mm-hmm. I just came off from school. Yup. I'd be all on it, man. Oh, man. You, I used to run home. I was confused. Which, am I going to watch General Hospital today or am I going to watch Santa Barbara? I would get home at 2.57 and be like, record Santa Barbara, watch General Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Santa Barbara. Anyway. I mean, anyway. 
um, General Hospital, you know, they got, got a villain, Phazon's son, that's trying to be Phazon. Because, you know, they killed off Phazon. In the dumbest way, they let Jason kill him. All. Jason didn't want any part of his storyline. I'm sorry, this sounds like a Jason hate moment. So I'll... Who is he? Who is he? He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. Character get way too much play. Too much anyway. play. It's a bo- adult <laughs> character. What are you about to say, Leona? I was gonna compare him to it, but y'all don't watch that. I don't know. I don't even. I barely watch Days of Our Lives, but I can't stand this Brady guy. And so the way y'all feel about him is how I feel about this Brady. Is it Brady? Um, Steven, what's your name's kid? Is he? I think maybe. Not Roman's kid. I don't know. I don't know. He's somebody from back in the days, kid. Mm -hmm. Mm, I'll look it up and see. Carry on. Yeah. Back in the day, some Days of Our Lives. If I could say anything besides you know sticking on one of their one of general hospital's biggest flaws i'm sorry general hospital fans besides sticking on stink characters like jason and luke is um they have a a treasure trove of boring women and they don't use them and they keep on focusing on them instead of using the more interesting women on the show you know and then i got i was watching it the other day and i was like do i just like women that are gray area carry characters that are more gray area um but I think it's your general hospital. I think um, other soap operas have some genuinely good characters that are that represented as good people that weren't boring. And General Hospital just maybe they just focus too hard on dull actresses, and it just comes through with their dull characters. <laughs> Who is he? So he is Roman's son, but Roman as John. Yeah. Remember Roman like died and he came back when they brought the other. So that's a big trope, you know. I don't want to be okay. I Leona played Mary, and Leona decided she don't want to be Mary anymore. So they replaced Leona with T. T plays Mary, and the Leona's like, oh, Hollywood really don't want me, so let me go back. (laughs) And right. see if if this soap opera will take me back. And Leona like I I I won't I won't back. And but we got somebody playing Mary. Okay, I, you know. So what are we gonna do about that? You know. <laughs> and it's like okay, Leona, you can this come back be- and be Mary, and T will be um, Mary's twin, Carrie, that she didn't know about. That you know was T- raised by. And she thought she was Mary. I thought she I thought was she Mary. was Mary. Well, mm-hmm. in 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 Drew and Jason's case, Drew had Jason's memories imprinted on his brain. That was the craziest stuff I ever heard in my life. I mean, so was Roman with Marlena? Yes. Okay. Who, by the way, is possessed by the devil right now? Still, she possessed that. again. Again? Again? It's again. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't know. They need to. I be seeing her with her, her red eyes. They need to <laughs> wrap it up. Her to a nunnery or something. <laughs> <laughs> not a nunnery. <laughs> Oh, anyway, I, I sorry I was so ne- general hospital is it's pretty good, you know. Um, <laughs> general hospital is it the kind of like show that. that like you, because I've almost gone on Hulu and picked like, oh, let's see what's happening. It's the kind of show that something might be happening, and you'd be like, ugh, I'm not into this, but nothing else is on. And you watch it, and then it ramps up, and you like, I'm in whole hog, right. I'm in, and then five episodes of BS right. before they get back to the good stuff. I can't do that. It, I know it don't sound like, Leona, you said it don't sound like it. Because they do focus on a lot. It's, writers, they just focus on things like, come on, this is, quit beating this dead horse. Nobody cares about Sonny and Carly. Move on. 
You know, Jason sucks. We won. Right. Like, you know, I like Carly when Carly is not with Sam. Right. I like Sam when she's not with Jason. Sam is interesting now. But again, she's back to being interesting because she's with Dante. And she didn't move as hard over Jason as everybody else did. <laughs> she's with Dante? She is with Dante. Yes. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they're an interesting couple. I don't know if she comatose or what. I don't know. I, I wasn't watching. You got to finish me. Got this show. She, Cat, please take over before I get sucked in. <laughs> Damn it. You stop talking before I turn this mess on. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. Your turn, Cat. I got I got kicked out of my talk. Dang it. Um, so my choice, one of my choices is, um, the recent movie Belle that, uh, we watched that, we watched it when it came out here in America. And it's a nice 3D anime movie created by Mamoru Hosoda, who made, um, the movies Summer Wars, The Boy and the Beast, The Girl Who Left Through Time, those movies. And it was distributed by G Kids in North America, and I enjoyed it. It's a modern spin on Beauty um, Beast. Yes, <gasps> which I didn't know until like two thirds of the movie. I was like, "Wait a minute, this Beauty and the Beast." <laughs> you know, when you said you going to see Belle, I was like, "Beauty." <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's a modern spin on Beauty and the Beast that, like, kind of takes place in, like, a virtual world. It's interesting, and music is one of the main themes of the story, and I enjoyed it. It was nice. It's a good soundtrack. What is it? Like, is it, like, typical animation, like, um, anime music, or is, uh-uh. what's so great about the soundtrack? I don't know. It, I, I can't even. What kind of music was it? What do you mean it by typical kind of anime? You know, music. like, like you know, like um, My Hero Academia music. Like, is it this? It's, like, I want to know, is it like modern music, like pop music from America? It's not like loud rock, but because of the whole distribution thing, the dub version does have dub songs to match the movie. So we watched it dubbed and we got the songs in English, but they're in both and you can you have access to both on streaming on music streaming services. And so it's not like typical anime rock or idol if you're watching an idol show. Mm-hmm. But it is more cohesive to the movie. It's not loud, but it's also not annoying. It's very stable and it doesn't get stuck in your head in an annoying way and the young lady can sing i think that's i mean she really she had a nice voice she really carried it i don't know i was bopping in my seat whenever whenever she opened her mouth the songs were catchy the songs were catchy it's a really good you know um story i added it to my queue do that, yes. Spotify. Um. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Because we're gonna podcast it, so she's not gonna go into detail. Detail. That makes sense. That makes sense. 
And then I have one more choice, which is I have thrown myself back into the Korean otome game Mystic Messenger for the nostalgic factor. Isn't that something that Met played too? Yeah. So Mystic Messenger is an otome game that came out in 2016. Otome Brown. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. I just don't want to. Every time you said I was an Why? Why? Nah, but it is. It is an anime game that came out in 2016. So I was all over it when I was in high school, and um, it's just like it's a dating sim where you hang out with. Four, four, five, male love interest, five, no, four, four if you play the original. Okay. Four male love interests, one female if you so choose. If you decide to pay for it, you can get two extras if you care. It's enjoyable. It's fun. I definitely picked it back. What, what? Is, is it O-T-O-M-E? Yes. Yes. It's a, it's a visual okay. novel. I just need you to know I spelled out Otome game so I can find it. Yes. <laughs> um, it is. I started picking it back up to throw myself back into the virtual dating scene. What else am I going to be doing here? <laughs> I'm back on the market, everybody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm having a good time. I don't remember if I said, but it was developed by um. Charitz, who has made several Otome games already, and this one was just their mobile one, and it's enjoyable and fun. It's pretty good. I played it. It's it's not one of those ones where you like. How can I explain this? So like when I'm on Twitter, sometimes I see these sponsor ads, and it'll be like a girl comes out the house to go date this guy, but she's covered in mud. Okay, no, it's not that. Okay, those good. are all those are all weird ads. And those aren't even, those like games aren't even Otome games or dating sims at all. Those are horrible. They're very confusing. That one is like a crash. match. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that one's just a weird matching game. Yes. Is that even um, about dating? No. No. Mm. For some reason, all these weird ads focus on dating, but when you play the game, there's no dating in sight. Mm. So oh. this got yeah. crotch problems for no reason. Right. Yep. So this game is on, you play it on your phone? Mm-hmm. Does it cost anything? It no, can if free. you want it to. No, if you want, want it to. Yeah. But you can play it for free. What's it called again? Uh, Mystic Messenger. It has it some... Uh, maybe that looked like a big tablet. I don't know if they made <laughs> it work for a giant tablet. I mean, it's for a phone. I'm I think see. I played it on my tablet. I got old eyes. I can't be playing games on my phone. Okay, Don't you got a big phone? This is not These big. phones are mini it's tablets. Big. I have a hard time holding. Well, <laughs> if you, I'm, I'm going to dip in here. If you, it's some, it has some really deep stories. Some, you know. If you pay for it. Well, is you have to pay for the deep story? Yes. For Jumin and, and Seven Story? Yes. Oh, well, I'm. Those cost a hundred hour glasses. They worth it. I'm going to tell you that right now. And, you know, some of them look tearjerker and. Must have changed it. You know. They're free they, for I'm, people. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I, I think the, the deep stories are worth it. You know. 
it's an enjoyable game um to me i'd say there's just a bit of culture shock some of the jokes are like this isn't very funny but i've been letting it go because 2016 i see you looking for it it is a um it can eat up some of your time in your daily life yeah i was gonna say that it's it's an extremely high maintenance game it is based off of your real-time life you will get your phone will blow up specifically in the middle of the day they will send you chat messages and they are more frequent between noon to 11 50. that's like how Benny often Man. they need to chill out <laughs> mm. <laughs> so it does uh, that is how um usually in most um dating sim ultimate games you'll clearly play in your own time open the game up do whatever your choices are for affection but this game focuses more on whenever you start and it'll start pushing out the chat rooms for you to build affection on its own time schedule oh that you you're about to say if i start now at eight o'clock then i'll get my chats at 8 p.m you will it'll give you a chat that's scheduled for 8 p.m but that means that you miss whatever came before it too (laughs) oh jeez it sounds interesting i downloaded it we'll see what happens it's pretty good it's like i said like it could be me because one of the characters i really like because um it's you can get phone calls and um cat don't like hearing me say but one of them got a really nice voice so i would get up at six o'clock in the morning and catch that phone call (laughs) (laughs) but it's a good storyline it has a nice story fully voiced um all the characters are quirky all the different personalities um i i think the target audience was probably young teenage girls to younger women i don't know but um so that might affect how you interact with them just because some of your choices are kind of like now why would you say that they need some ultimate games for old ladies like me i mean they do make them they just cost money i ain't got time for that i'll be a teenager i'll be a teenager (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's a nice game i feel like i accidentally skipped explaining the plot um the the format is that you spend gosh 10 days romancing all of interest that's all you get you get four to make your choices between the characters based off of whichever route you chose like whichever if you're playing for free or not and then after you do that after your fourth day it'll figure out who you have the highest affection with and shove you onto their route for your fifth day and forward and that's how you'll play the games it has it's some, fun. even though it's um the target audience is probably older teenagers and young young adults. It has some pretty adult themes. Not like adult sexy adult adult and should my thirteen year old be reading this? But maybe thirteen year olds mm-hmm. are a little more mature today than they were in in the eighties. They're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm sure it flew right over your 13 year old's head. But it's a really um, good game. I, I'd recommend it. I've, I've played it. I played all but two characters. I played everybody who was a part of the original lineup. Yeah, I even played the extra characters. It's nice. It's good to fall back into. Good to get back in touch with what I was thinking when I was 16. Clearly nothing, but... <laughs> <laughs> It was a good time of thinking about nothing. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Nice. Um, so we done? Yeah, you do it, Leona. Me. Alrighty. Well, you can listen and subscribe to Fandom City Podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, FandomCity.SimpleCast.com, and wherever you find your podcast. Check out our website, fandomcity.com. Check us out on Tumblr and Instagram, both at fandomcitymayor. Follow us on Twitter. I am at aldermillionax. I'm at fandomcitymayor. I'm at McParson. Support your local library. Were you going to say something else, Kat? Sorry. No, no. Oh, okay. Special local library. Watch good quality television. Play some fun games. Read some books. Um. If you're in the, our Thank area, go dig yourself out the house. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Oof. I don't know how y'all live. Like, I can't do it. I can't bad. do it. Bad. Um, I'm hoping for a snow day tomorrow. <laughs> mm. And Bebo was hoping for one, too. He's jelly. And I ain't. <laughs> y'all can keep it. You people can keep this thing. <laughs> Anyway, well, yes, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Bye.